0: Hey, Green Future Growers, welcome to Season 4. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Byer. I'm here to help you create, grow, and enjoy your own organic oasis. I hope you'll subscribe for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing. Everybody, so this is actually me here on the mic. It is Friday, January 28th, 2022. Two And tomorrow is our seven-year anniversary of the Green Organic Garden podcast. Um I just went through my spreadsheet the other day. I have released 483 different podcasts. Um I just recorded interview 407. So that's 407 interviews and another 80 something bonus episodes, I guess. And just Rants by Me and the YouTube with Patties, Girl Lives with Patties and Soil Sister Saturdays with, um, I Link Trone and just some extra bonus episodes, I guess. So over the last seven years, I hope you have enjoyed it. I know you've learned as much as I have. Um, you know, super shout out to, um, it was Maria Di Carlo, right? Who sent me a hundred dollars from my cup of coffee. Cause she said she was learning so much over in Spain. I know Eileen has learned a ton. I just know a lot of you have because you've written me on Facebook or, um, emails or however. So, um, for our welcoming episode of season four, I am going to include a survey um, which just some basic questions. And if you complete the survey, you can win one of two things. I hand painted some farmer's market tote bags, kind of like trying to come up with like a logo design or something. I don't know, just so you can get one of my own personal, there's a, it's a black, um, you know, farmer's market bag to take to the farmer's market. that will hold lots of vegetables and flowers, um, with a beautiful garden on it and our, and it says the green organic garden podcast. Or you can win a copy of Jesse Frost's um, Living Soil Handbook um, because Chelsea Green sent me an extra copy of that. So that's going to be a gift for a listener. Or you can win the tote bag and it asks you, do you prefer the book or the tote bag, or are you just happy to win something? It's a pretty simple. survey just like, how did you find the green organic garden podcast? If there's one thing you would change about the green organic garden podcast, would, would it be, what do you love most about the green organic garden podcast? Um, a quick question about the time of the podcast episodes, you know, are interviews too long, too short, just right. Um, not sure how much I can do about that. Um, is there a topic you'd like to learn more about, you know, vegetables, fruit, mushrooms, herbs, landscapes, other, um, there's always places for other, Um, and then just, what would you rather win? And then tell me a little bit about you. Give me, I, you know, just your email, um, your name and your mailing address. Um, and so just, uh, trying to do, you know, what can I do to serve you better? So have some great episodes coming up to release, uh, that you'll be hearing in the next few days. I did a live interview with Bonnie Rose Weaver this week, um, which hopefully I'm going to get out today. Uh, it is edited and recorded, so it should be good to go. I just have to upload, which that does sometimes take a bit of time, but, um, should be able to get that out today for a bonus pre season four kind of, um, episode where she talks about medicinal herbs and a awesome virtual summit that you might want to partake in, um where you can learn about growing medicinal herbs. You don't, she's in San Francisco, but um, as we talk about in the interview, uh, there was only, I think, one plant um, that didn't grow here in Montana that grew in San Francisco. So I'm sure there's um, plants that grow where you live. What else can I tell you? I talked to um, this amazing woman, Linda Fritz, who designed these um I mean, she wrote a children's book called Garden Buddies, which is so cute. I, she sent me a copy of it and I think, I hope I've posted my review on Amazon or on Instagram of that. If not, I'll try to get that done. Um, but she also makes these amazing, um, cartons. I saw, I found out about her because I saw it posted in, um, the market farmer success group. Somebody was talking about wanting to split them. Um, but they're a biodegradable way to, um, they're stackable, which is really cool for people who are, you know, are at the market or even, you know, you could, I don't know if they do retail, but, um, you can ask your, uh, produce people at your market and you might think that they're not going to listen to you, but you'd be surprised, um, how much influence you really have if you tell them you hate those stupid plastic clamshells. Because what did she say? That was something, it was like getting places like Walmart and Albertsons and different grocery stores. I mean, they sell like commercially And you'd be surprised how Walmart has a say in what your farmers are going to sell. So tell your produce people, I don't want to have to buy these stupid plastic clamshells. And that will help Linda's business get these awesome cardboard containers into the supermarkets. Um, And she also has like, I think, some crates and things for market farmers. She was on my show at the beginning of the year and we talked about um, espalier, Well, we talked about, he just wrote a book about figs, so I think you'll like that, but um, espalier, and I just got a bunch of his books out of the library, is um, a form of... um, Like how, and Patty Armisture talked about this when we were doing the grow lives last summer. It's kind of like helping you make space in your garden, but it's like having a fruit tree or a vining plant or something like grow up kind of against a wall and kind of flattening out and spreading it out and getting it to grow more vertically. Um, who else have I talked to already this year? Okay. I had to go back and see who did all I talked to. So yesterday I talked to Emily Murphy from who wrote this amazing book, grow now, go beyond organic, rewild your land, sequester carbon, support diversity, how we can save our health communities and planet one garden at a time. I mean, it is just a beautiful book. Um, It was illustrated by just followed her on Instagram yesterday. It was illustrated by Rachel Victoria Hillis. So Emily Murphy took all the photographs, but Rachel did the drawings and they're just, it, it is just a beautiful garden book. And I know it's really made for our audience. Um, I didn't get the book until after we were done with the interview, but one of the things I love is she's got 15 easy ways to increase your NQ, which is your nature quotient, um, number one, keep a bird book and binoculars by the window, grow three new herbs in your kitchen or your patio, composting your kitchen scraps and yard waste, um, propagating a house plant, growing mushrooms, committing to only using organic fertilizers, following the sun, filling window boxes and planters with flowers and leafy greens you've never planted before, cutting homemade bouquets, um, a soil test. Uh, there's, um, adding a new pollinator-friendly bed, just 15 great ideas there that I just love. It's got awesome illustrations on regenerative gardening, simplified mycorrhizal microzor- fungi that help you really understand the food web. She's got a diagram for how to make a worm bin. Uh, I love this. These tumblers, which I've always thought tumblers were just, I just, they just have always bothered me. But what I love about these is they're like, just right off the ground. They're maybe six inches off the ground. She's got these two tumblers in this photo there. That makes it seem doable to me. They seem like things that you could actually manage. So, um, I love her worm bin. I want to build one of these for my mom so bad. Um, it's not like the plastic worm bin that I bought. It's, I, I mean, I'm thinking it's made of wood because it is the diagram. It's a drawing, but, um, and let's say it says brick supports. Um, and maybe it's got like a plastic storage bin inside, but it's got like wooden. It's just really cool the way her worm bins, um, diagram. And she talks about, she just moved, but she did get her worm bin put up at her new place. Um, she managed, um, a garden in San Francisco. I just think you're going to love it. Improved soil with sheet mulching, um, it's, it, it's just a smelling fault, filling small containers, plants and people for people and the planet. I mean, she was just such a lovely guest, a woman after my own heart. We just had so much in common. I felt like she was a total soil sister. Um, just just lovely, lovely. Um, and she also has a book called grow what you love and a great shop on her website. I mean, um, if you want to get, there's the cutest t-shirt and I think it's on sale. It's like a heart full of planets of plants, a heart with all these flowers inside of it. And then at the bottom grow what you love. She's got grow what you love, tilt bags and hats. Um, who else I talked to? I talked, Stephanie Rose came back and talked about her new book again. Um, I just got off the phone with this woman, Zoe Tucker. Oh my goodness. Steal my heart, Zoe Tucker. Not only did she just come out with a new book called The Garden We Share, which I know you're going to love about a community garden, but she also wrote a book about Greta Thunberg, um, which like, I didn't realize I'm so kind of embarrassed. I don't do that much research before we get on the interview because I do like to have a certain amount of spontaneity. I found when I've done too much research, my interviews are a little bit on the flatter side. Um, but, and, and who would have, you know, I don't know. I just didn't think that she had written a book. Oh yeah. And there's former Jinx I talked to. He was a great guest about, um, this, um, Lily that he's sharing down in South Carolina. Um, so some great episodes, I will try to get as many of them out as soon as I can. You know, I know a lot of podcasters like to do the drip method where they come out once a week, but I'm always like, if I can get it out, I just want to share them with you as soon as I possibly can. I do want to try to be a lot more connected to you as my guest this year. I felt like last year I got a little disconnected. So this year I'm hoping to get more connected to everybody stay connected. I've got some great guests lined up. People have been booking my schedule for February and March is getting fuller. But that being said, listeners, please, if you are a gardener out there and you can share. Oh yeah. And what did I just posted about Um, the states that I need? I am in desperate need of people from Delaware, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Nevada, Rhode Island, and West Virginia. If I hit those six, seven states, I will have hit all 50 states. I've had interviews from everywhere, but Delaware, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Nevada, Rhode Island, West Virginia. If you're in one of those states, will you please do an interview with me and share your garden story with me and with most of all the other listeners out there. So again, listeners, I hope that you will, um, click on the link and fill out the survey, just a simple survey so I can serve you better. Tell me, be honest. Am I the problem with the green organic garden podcast? Um, you know, I've definitely tried to mute my mic more. So I guess we'll see how successful I was. If people say, nope, Jackie, you are still the problem or not. Um, you know, what do you want to hear more about? Um, what, what topics did you enjoy? And then, um, a little bit about you and, uh, what else did I want to know? Oh, did you want the Jesse Frost book or do you want the, the topic? So what can I do to serve you better? Um, and here's to season four, seven years of podcasting. I hope you are loving your garden as much as I love mine. I just, I just feel so, so lucky that I found Mike and I we've been happily married now for 28 years. The pandemic's been tough. I'm sure he's like, when are you ever going to get back out of this house? Um, but, uh, things are getting better. So I've been painting more and he's always happiest when I'm painting. So that's good. Um, And I'm excited to get my little greenhouse. I really learned to love that soil blocker last year. So I'm excited to transplant some seedlings. I found that I really enjoy transplanting seedlings and breaking them up once they're coming up. I'm not so big on like the waiting for the seeds to pop out of the ground. I get really impatient, but I do love to see them once they've come up and moving those tiny itty bitty little plants. So I'm looking forward to that this spring. Um, definitely excited to get some lettuce and some, I just got off the phone with Zoe Tucker over in England was talking about growing this, what did she say? Growing cut lettuce that like comes up in two weeks and it's ready to harvest in four weeks. Um, I guess I did plant a little bit of lettuce like that last year, um, in some tubs for, um, that woman I was growing the food for and also my arugula that I grew for me. So excited about that stuff. Excited to give it another shot at some herbs. I definitely grew some really good herbs for her last winter in some pots. So excited to grow some more for me this year um, and just get my flower game on. Definitely not going to try to get rid of any more of our lawn and, and turn that into flowers. That was just complete failures for me last year. The crabgrass was coming back as quick as I could. And also, um, I just felt like that was just taking water away from the plants that, you know, we just, we just have a lot growing and we're really not ready to expand more. Um, and so those places that I tried to, um. The one place where I put the, some, some sunflowers, I am going to put, um, try to transplant my irises this spring and, and keep it. That's right in front of my greenhouse. But the other bed that I put over by my blueberries in the orchard, that was grass that I tried to turn to flowers last year is definitely going back to grass. That was a, a tragic fail. Um, and the grass just does better in that spot. So. Um big lessons learned there. I mean there is a a purpose to a lot of our yard. It's it's a huge fire break. It it doesn't require a lot of water. Um and we need to save that water for the vegetables and the beds that we do have growing. So one of my big lessons that I, I learned and also just don't take on so much. I I took on way too much last year. So hope uh what I can do to serve you, let me know. Fill out that survey win a book or win a tote bag and um here's to season four in a great garden this year um i guess that's it have a great day happy 2022 okay there is one more thing before i put the share with friends intro is when you hear this i beg of you share the podcast with a friend In Podcasters Paradise's Facebook group the other day, somebody had posted that the number one way people hear about a podcast is from a friend. So every time you hear this, don't just like roll your eyes and be like, oh, why is Jackie saying that? Like literally, if you have a friend who gardens, whether they live next door or on the other side, share the Green Organic Garden podcast with them if you like it or share it on Facebook or share it somewhere on Instagram or just share away and... Let other people get the knowledge that we're getting because it's the only way we're going to get, you know, one of the biggest questions I get is what do I do about my neighbors? Get this on community radio, your community radio, get them to carry it. They are perfectly willing to carry it. I'm perfectly willing to share it for free. You know, the more people, that's how I got them PRN. So um, when you hear the share with friends outro, don't tune out. Go ahead and share it with a friend. Thanks, everybody. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.